Brother Steven is my favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio. Talking about the dilemmas of life that no one else will. And trying to make sense of it all. Three months ago, the president promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and change for America. Three days later, Mr. President... Saturday night, it's Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stephen Baldwin, he's Kevin McCullough. The number is 888-340-3373, 888-340-3373. I think we got packed phone lines, Kevo. Uh, we have one phone line in, in oh. use presently. Okay. But we're going to have more in just a second. Uh, thank you for being with us. If you're just joining us and you missed the first hour, <laughs> the whole secret of life was given away. So just get the podcast. You'll you'll get caught up to speed on it. I, I'm kidding. We didn't really tell the entire secret of life. Just most of it. Uh, it what it is 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 don't don't. If you're a university, don't disallow boys from hanging out in the girls' locker rooms. That's basically what we learned in hour number one. Or Eric Holder will haunt you if they're wearing a dress. If they're wearing a dress. If they're wearing a dress. If they're wearing a dress, <clears throat> that's that's what we in many parts of the world. Jackie tells us men wear skirts and dresses. <laughs> Hi, laddie. They the what? And go into men's rooms. That's men going into men's rooms. 
That's allowed. That's what I'm saying. The, the people, the men that wear skirts and dresses go into men's rooms. This is great radio. Someone's like 15,000 feet off microphone. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you, Ivan. Yes, men, what, no matter what men wear, I think it's the universal opinion of this staff, maybe Jackie's excluded, I'm not sure, that if, uh, if men are wearing whatever they should wear, they should go to the men's room. Which is good. Uh, 888-340-3373. You know, what's, the, what's not good... Before the show ends... What's not good, and in, in I think all of our opinions, is that you let them into the ladies' room, which is now what Eric Holder, the Department of Justice, has forced, forced the University of Arkansas at Fort Smith to do. So, 888-340-3373, you were saying. Uh, I'd like to know before the end of the show what Jackie thinks. Um, she's been typing it on our screen. D- d- she said she, she said she had a guy try this in high school, and he, he basically got arrested. It wasn't me. Yeah. Well, you're you're old enough to be your grandfather, so oh. I wouldn't worry about that. Anyway, eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. Not old enough to be Jackie's grandfather. How, how how young do you think you are, and how old do you think she is? Well, she's okay. We're not going to talk about Jackie's age on air. That would be impolite. Seventeen or eighteen, probably. Let's go to line three. Janice in Reno, Nevada. Mm. KKFT listener, a great station, wonderful appreciation uh, for them being part of the network. What is on your mind tonight, Janice? You know, uh, as a mother of daughters, um, I would be outraged mm. if I had my daughters in that college that that the privacy and the safety of my daughters couldn't be insured a little more. Who, who, we don't know the heart of this young man or, or man. We don't know his motive, except that he just wants to wear a dress, but what, what's his motive for wanting to even be in those rooms? Is his motive his own safety well, to not be in the men's room? Does that matter, Janice? Well, it, it shouldn't really matter. In, in all honesty, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, uh, maybe you feel like you're going to get bullied, but does that mean exactly. you get to make every woman on campus feel insecure while they're in their most vulnerable state? See, that's what I would just, I think these mothers of those women, young women there that they've paid money to, they need to be just outraged. And I, I make them, I don't know, you know, close in on the, the president's office and speak to the, the man. I understand he was under pressure, but my goodness, our children, these are our children. And we don't, we should not have to let a man into their private and safe areas. See, Janice, uh, 10 years ago, five years ago, you would have sounded like a reasonable woman who had, who had a degree of common sense, who had really just a desire to see the safety of fellow women protected. Mm-hmm. That's what Janice Absolutely. would have sounded like um, 10 years ago. Tonight, Janice, according to the Department of Justice, you sound like a hate-filled, phobic person who is afraid <clears throat> of a man part being in your bathroom. Well, let me ask you this. If, if that's the case, if I am this hate-filled person, I would be more than happy, I sincerely mean this, I would be more than happy to go with Eric Holder into whatever parts he wants to go to. I'll make sure he's safe in the men's room. <laughs> and let's see what they think, you know, let's... Have me go in there. I'll put on some pants and dress like a guy, I guess. And I'll 
history. Janice, do you think that there's any bigger agenda at play in this story? You know, I'm concerned about that. Do you think? Do you think that because the president and I'm just throwing this out there, and I'd love to know what people think. Eight seven seven three eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. But I'd like to know because you had the president come out and say, "Well, now let me be clear. Now I'm in favor of changing the definition of marriage, and we can't have anything be just man and woman anymore. It's got to be, you know, whatever anybody feels." So to me, this is kind of emblematic, symbolic of that same kind of mindset. And I'm wondering if if justice is going, well, we can't. Because you know the Department of Justice chose not to defend the Defense of Marriage Act. Mm-hmm. They're obligated by law to defend it because it's federal law. People are suing to have de- the, the Defense of Marriage Act overturned on the federal level. They chose not to defend it in court. Janice, I'm sorry, what would you say? We lost you there. We, we, we have... I mean, as, as parents, we are absolutely obligated by law to defend and protect our children. Absolutely. When we don't, we're thrown in jail. So At least you I, used I to be. Now I don't know. See, I know. That's the sad thing. Now you can't be sure. I know. I, I would like to know the, the heart of the man. I don't think that matters. I don't I don't care if he's the Dalai Lama. I know. He doesn't get near my daughter in the locker room. Period. I know. Yeah. Thanks, Janice. Hey, thanks for listening every week and telling your friends about the show. Appreciate it. You bet. Okay, thanks. All right. Um Wow. Powerful stuff. And I don't think I don't think you and I are dads. And you have two girls. I don't have any daughters. I, I I know how intense I am about the welfare of my sons. I can't imagine me being the father of a daughter and having to live this story right now, especially one that might have actually been enrolled there at some point because I would have just gone berserk. Sure. I, I would. And I'm willing to bet you that a bunch of dads and moms are going to go berserk over this one. Well, they need to. I mean, if they, if they just tolerate this, society's done at that point. There's no privacy for anyone. We're just done. If, if they don't, if they don't, if they don't, respond to this in some way because again you look for reasonable compromises and he didn't want that he just wanted to be the identity that he felt like for that day 888-340-3373 let's go to line you want to go to you're the you're the new york uh, native here syaset or yonkers which one you want to go to yonkers let's go to yonkers line two josephine hey josephine how are you hello sweetheart now, my opinion is, I have to ask myself, what does Jesus Christ say? Not what man says, not what I say. A God said, a ma- he made a man, a man. He made a woman, a woman. And God makes no mistakes. And this is not a civil rights thing. Now, what Martin Luther King did, that was civil rights. And I'm sticking to my opinion. Good, Josephine. I yes, think you should. I always have to ask myself, what does the Lord say? And the Lord says you obey the government as long as they don't go against the Lord. Now, I've got to go against this. And thank you very much. All right, Josephine. Thank you for the call. You know, it, to just to illustrate a point that Josephine brought up there, Stephen, mm-hmm. not only did God say male is male and female is female, he wrote that identity all the way into the cells of the bones. Mm-hmm. We just found this out a few years ago. 
when the genome project was completed and the DNA map was created and we were able to understand, uh, you know, with exact specificity about someone's identity. We, we only discovered that a few years ago, but it is true. Um, this guy gets uh, hit by a bus tomorrow. No matter what clothes he has on, no matter if he has a surgery or not, 10,000 years from now, you dig up his bones, do a DNA test on him, it's going to go, ding, that one was a man. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't change that. Line one, Marty in Syosset, New York. Uh, actually, Marty, hold on. We've got to take this next break. We'll be right back. Uh, you'll be our first caller up after the break. Uh, we, we've been talking about um, a young man, 38 years old, by the way, not particularly young, who has just been recently given complete access to all female facilities on the campus of a prominent university because the Department of Justice told him to. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your 
prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. Baldwin McCullough Live, our number 888-340-3373. And you know, praying can be a big word for some, and praying can actually be done by anyone, anytime, almost anywhere. Well, actually, no, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Even children can enjoy praying, and that's what author Carol McIntyre shares in her picture book, Prayer Is. Prayer Is teaches children the fundamentals of prayer. Here, they will learn who should pray, why they should pray, when they should pray, where they should pray, what they should be praying for, and what positions they can assume while praying. Perfect for parents, grandparents, and anyone who spends nap time or bedtime with children reading. Please call now and get half off the price at Amazon.com. The number is 1-800-283-2360. That's 800-283-2360. Six zero number again eight hundred two eight three two three six zero and that is for prayer is by Carol McIntyre. I actually heard a story about that book this week. There was a um, a listener from Holland who had heard about the book, got it. Her little nephew doesn't know any English, little Dutch kid. Mm. Um, but they've been reading the book. His parents, she got it for her sister, and the mother of the child has been reading uh, prayer is. Every night before they go to bed, the boy now has the book memorized in English mm. and is learning to speak English because of reading the book Prayer Is by Carol McIntyre. How cool is that? Kind of a cool thing. So anyway, yeah, check it out. And if you want more information or you want to see the book, um, you can go to our website, baldwinmccullough.com. On, on the right-hand side of that homepage, you'll see the Prayer Is book cover. Just click on that. It takes you right to the place where you need to go. Uh, to find out more. All right, Kevin McCullough, Stephen Baldwin, always glad you're with us. Uh, Marty and Syaset, we told you you'd be up first. Line one, you are. Good evening, sir. You better be careful how you pronounce it. It's Syaset because it's an Indian term, and you may be charged with uh, some kind of hate speech. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> my all, sincere apologies, Marty, on that, in, in all honesty, and my, and my f- New Yorker here. You know, lifelong New Yorker from Long Island. He didn't. He didn't correct me on it. So, uh, I apologize. <laughs> Anyhow, here's the situation as I see it. Okay. Once, once you you have um, the camel's nose under the tent and accept federal funding, <laughs> you're stuck. Yep. And so, unless 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 the colleges are going to try and um, 
be like Hillsdale or Grove City and uh, do things on their own. Uh, these zealots are not going to stop. Look, the president of the United States, when he was running, said his major objective was to transform society. He didn't limit this to the economic side. He, 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 he is a, he's an ardent zealot to uh, bring about change in um, the institutions of uh, schools, uh, the courts, everywhere he was. As a matter of fact, uh, he, he takes his, his lessons from a guy by the name of uh, Gramsci, who was uh, an Italian communist back in the 20s, I believe. Well, he's just, he's just one of them that he takes his cues from. Yeah, and, and, and Gramsci said, listen, go for the cultural institutions. Go to the churches, go into the schools, go into wherever but what people are reading. And so what we have right now, whether it's uh, attack on, uh, on on traditional marriage, you know, there was, a, there was a case like this, I think, in the state of Maine, one of the school districts, where, where they wanted to ha allow the, the boys to, and girls to go into the uh, respective bathrooms, et cetera. I think that was over, uh, overturned. I don't know if you recall that. It was in the last couple of years. Well, the problem with this, Marty, and I appreciate your elucidation of these uh, uh, topics, but also the correction on the pronunciation of psyoset. Oh, sure. So I've got it. I've got it now. Psyoset. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Uh, it's it, you're exactly right. But the thing here is, the, the the Department of Justice doesn't have to go to court to get it settled, and unless the university is willing to spend all the money on their part. You know the the thousands and maybe millions of dollars that a federal lawsuit would entail, because the, the the Department of Justice is lawyers. They don't have to charge anybody to to represent their case. They go get to do that just because they're there, and they can put the school out of business in the court system challenging the case. So, I, yeah, is it kind of spineless on the behalf of the board of directors for the university? Yeah. But at the same time, they're like, look, we're not trying to shut the school down. And the Department of Justice seems perfectly willing to in order to get their agenda accomplished. Look, when, 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 they, when, the, when the left uses a shotgun approach and uh, they're, they're throwing things out at all different kinds of uh, you know, institutions, um, we, we are ready at this particular point. There are so many different conservative organizations who are ready to tackle these kinds of, yep. uh, you know, the, the, the Alliance Defense Fund, for example. I mean, we are, we are not like we were 10 years ago, and, and I think programs like yours, which uh, allow us to get more and more information. Uh, look, I'll give you an example of something. The Catholic Church, 43 agencies within the Roman Catholic community, including Notre Dame University, um, have, as you said earlier, has you know gone to court against uh, the Obama administration, et cetera, on, on a religious liberty. And it's and it's now, basically now, the I biggest, most historic lawsuit that the church has ever been involved in, and and the the institutions it brings together is the biggest in the church's history in terms of any one single effort, and no coverage in any of the mainstream press within the last week. Yeah, the the uh, media research uh, center. Tabulated that ABC, NBC, and CBS gave 19 seconds. All right. So the fact is, we have we, we, we're vigilant and we're diligent yeah. now, and we have to and we and we have publications, and yet and the thing is, the conservative movement, in addition, has started making films of their own. In other words, we cannot just continue to say media, you're not. Uh, 
you know, promoting these things. We're out there now, we, and we, we, we're going to look, just look at the abortion situation. For the first time. Marty, uh, we've now officially gone off the track a few times. I'm going to have to let you go because we've got other people coming. But I do appreciate your enthusiasm. You are what's right about uh, this country, and I wish there were more like you. Thanks so much. Let's go to line three. Bob in New Jersey. Hey, Bob, welcome. Good evening, gentlemen. You must be listening uh, like Marty was and like uh, Josephine was on AM 970, The Answer, out of New York. That's right. That's that's for listening. Although although now via cell phone, a little different, but <laughs> the last few minutes. But um, yeah, I got to tell you now, it seems like we're all set up for the next case being a uh, you know, ruling against separate men and women's facilities under the grounds that it's separate but equal and a Brown v. Board violation. We might have to have men and women shower together if uh, Attorney General Holder believes that, you know, separate but equal is, you know, should be illegal everywhere in every instance. And, and, and that would apply, you're not just talking about on college campuses, but um, but like the military and other places, too. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, I, I originally called because when I was first learning about kind of the gays and the military issue, it struck me on... A scenario in close quarters, say in a submarine, where people go out for months at a time in extremely close quarters. Right, 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 right. Uh, the, the, the ruling that you know that gays, that, that, that gay men and straight men would have to be, it'd be legal to sort of allow them to essentially force them together, showering and stuff in close quarters. It, it, it rose the question for me: Well, if if the Bob, on that note, i got to let you go. We're just too close to the break. Thanks for your call, though. It was great to hear from you and travel safely. Glad you're taking us with you on the uh, cell phone tonight. It's Baldwin McCullough live from New York. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S, project.com.
CaresProject.com. CaresProject.com. For a lot of people that want to pray effectively, doing it is the hard part. We pray for our family. They know what they want to say. Our friends. But the words don't come out easily. We pray for the world. Well, what if something had been given to you as a child? Maybe that had been read to you every single night before you went to bed. We can pray while walking, running, bowing, standing, or lying down. That's what children's author Carol McIntyre has done in her brand new bedtime book, Prayer is. What do you think of when you think of praying with your children? In a very simple, easy to read, and quickly memorized book, your children will pick up on all the benefits of what prayer is. We can pray everywhere and anywhere. Carol McIntyre's brand new title, Prayer Is. And when you go to thebingethinker.com and click on the Prayer Is logo, you'll save almost half the price at Amazon.com. So check out Prayer Is. 800-283-2360. That's 800-283-2360. 800-283-2360. Or online at TheBingeThinker.com. In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills, Through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to DannyJohnson.com for all of the details. That's D-A-N-I Johnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. It's uh, Baldwin McCullough Live, live from New York. We're glad you're with us each and every Saturday night. Thank you for being here again tonight. Uh, as I said, that's Baldwin, and I'm Kevin, Yo. and we're glad you're here. 888-340-3373. Um, it's, it's an interesting uh, discussion we got into, and uh, we're going we're gonna to start a different discussion here just in a second. But I, I first wanted to tell you some good news. Um, Friends, about six or seven weeks ago, that's all, that's the only length of time that this has been going on. Um, Kevin McCullough, Stephen Baldwin, and our friend Danny Johnson started spreading the word about 2012 and 2012. And in a second, Stephen's going to give you a phone number if you haven't gotten involved with the, uh, with the program just yet uh, that uh, we still want you to call. Um, our goal was before the end of 2012 to feed 2012 kids. Correct. As of last Wednesday, we were at 1,589 children that had been fed. That's what I'm talking about. So um, all I can say is that you're awesome because you responded um, and you got involved. But, friends, that also means that there are nearly 400 kids that have been left behind so far. It costs $92 one time to feed them. So here's how you can do that. Stephen, go ahead and tell them. Well, you can dial 800 503-1948, 800-503-1948. 503-1948, or you can just go to 2012in2012.info. Uh, and listen, if I may, Kevin, yeah. we're, we're cruising along here. We've had an awesome response. 
Um, and that's important because in the course of every two-hour show that we do on a Saturday night, 80 more children die mm-hmm. because they didn't get a meal that we could have provided to them for 25 cents. So I'm thinking we should go way past 2012 in 2012. Which would be awesome. Yeah. And if that's the case, the more children that get fed, amen. More lives are saved. Again, that phone number. 800 503 800-503-1948. Or online at 2012 in 2012. All one word, dot I-N-F-O. 2012 in 2012.info for more information. Okay, uh, someone that called from Ohio wanted to weigh in on the uh, topic from the first hour, and she didn't She didn't go on air with us, but she, she actually left a great message. Take a listen to this caller from Ohio. Well, I was trying to call into the show, but I wanted to state my opinion about the university and the... Oh, and Eric Holder, but the university in the bathroom situation, the male who thinks he's a female. Well, I love the my side daughter of or son were there, and I was financing that education. They'd be gone. They'd be leaving that place. And if they if they aren't happy with uh, building a single stall, um, uh, unisex or whatever bathroom. So that anybody could use it, that's just too bad because that's that's a reasonable thing to do. Eric Holder is making the determination that it's scientifically proven that people are quote born this way. Mm. It is not a civil right. There is no scientific conclusion to that. So that's just my comment, and uh, I'm just a caller from Ohio. Thank you. Oh, Bye-bye. she's she's not just a caller from Ohio. She's an incredibly clear thinker from Ohio. <laughs> I, I love it when people underestimate themselves. She's a fantastically common sense, logical person from Ohio. And we all know that clarity beats everything else. So if you if you can really get your head around this stuff, that's good. Okay, I've got a, I've got another. Uh, it's just the all Kevin topics tonight. Stephen deferred. I said you want to bring up your topic, and you said no. Let's do your other one. Um, I'm standing in the grocery store line. No, no, no. I, I take little baby James. We go run some errands this morning, and. Uh, the baby mama, my lovely bride, is great with child right now. The brains of the operation. She's great with child. And I mean, she, she's a great mom, but that's not how I mean great with child. Mm-hmm. She's tired. She's uncomfortable. She wants to be left alone. She wants extra sleep. And she and I had spent the day together on Friday. I did something I've never done before. I tithed her a day for this month. I said, I'm going to give you a day of my labor, of my hard labor. I won't think about, talk about, do anything related to work. I will simply toil for whatever you need me to do. And so from, That's awesome. from Friday at 8 in the morning God bless you. till about 6 that night. I ain't doing that. With only a lunch break, um, she took advantage of that. I'm just not doing that. So anyway, um, she was really tired this morning when we woke up. Just kidding. And so she's like. Baby James, you want Daddy to take you to the park? <laughs> and I said, of course, Daddy would love to take Baby James to the park. Um, and so we we went, and I had this interaction with a father who was on the playground. It was all I've been during the week to the park with my son. It's mostly moms. Saturdays, it's all dads. It was really, really quite telling. Um, but when we come back from this next break, I just want to tell you what happened. And then I just want to do a round of popcorn calls real quickly. What you think I should have done next? And I have an observation as well. 
So we'll get to that. 888-340-3373. He's Stephen Baldwin. I'm Kevin McCullough, and this is Baldwin McCullough Live. Every single month in this terrible economy, it's the exact same thing. You go to the mailbox, you pull out the bill, you open it up, and then you scream. <laughs> What causes this to occur again and again and again? It's called high energy bill syndrome. And there's one proven method of seeing it come to an end. It's in a person. His name is Stuart Lynn. And he can help you save 30, 40% off your energy bill. Or he can help you get your energy at no cost to you whatsoever. That's right. No cost to you whatsoever for your electricity or your natural gas. Would you like to know more? 877-532-1821. Write it down. 877-532-1821. That's 877-532-1821. Tell my friend Stuart Lynn that Kevin McCullough said hi when you call. Or go online to stulynn.net. That's S-T-U-L-Y-N-N dot N-E-T. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? I say look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Every two seconds... A child becomes an orphan. 44,000 children become orphaned every single day. And every 90 seconds, an orphan dies from starvation and preventable malnutrition. Every 90 seconds. That's why the talk radio hosts Danny Johnson, Stephen Baldwin, and Kevin McCullough are combining efforts along with Food for Orphans for 2012 and 2012. Our desire is to try to feed 2,012 orphans in the calendar year of 2012. $92 will feed an orphan right now for the next entire year. That's 25 cents a meal. And friends, this is a specially designed diet. It has 17 vitamins and nutrients that are unique to orphans' malnourished states. Call now, 1-888-340-3373. Or jump online to 2012in2012.info. That's 2012 in 2012.info. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are,
they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? I say look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stevie B. He's KMC. So I'm at the park this morning. Yeah. Little baby James, and little baby James loves the swings, right? So he goes over to the, daddy swing, swing piece. <laughs> so we pick him up, and we put him in the swing, and we're going, you know, and I'm giving him the blast off. Oh, blast off. <laughs> and he loves it. <laughs> and... Um, so there's this there's this guy that comes over and puts his little guy in um, in the swing next to James, and he looks young, the baby does. So I said, "How old is this is, is your guy?" He goes, 15 months." I said, "How old is yours?" And I said, a little over two years. Turned turned to about a month ago. He's like, "Oh, cool." I said, "Yeah, 15 months is a great age because you know they're kind of doing that weeble wobble walk, you know, they're like kind of like a drunk person." They, they they try to go straight most of the time they kind of can mm-hmm. but every now and then there's this, that like one errant leg lift that goes well yeah. to the side he goes yeah yeah is exactly what he's doing I said is he talking yet he goes no he says he's not he's you know he's he's kind of slow in that I said don't worry about that I said boys are slower on the verbals mm-hmm. I said yeah with James it was the same way and then all of a sudden boom like two years came and now he repeats everything mm-hmm. I mean everything I said gosh the other night. Fifty times since that time here, gosh, gosh, gosh! He just says it all. Said it at church the other day. The lovely bride was just, you know, mortified. <laughs> so anyway, we're uh, we're sitting there, and he goes, "Well, he ha- he has he has already picked up a bad habit." Now this remember, this is the father talking about his fifteen-month-old son. Mm-hmm. How many bad habits can you pick up in fifteen months? So I said, what's that? Because I knew whatever was about to come out of his mouth, I would be talking about it right now on Baldwin McCullough Live. <laughs> I didn't make him sign a waiver or anything, so maybe right. I'm going to get in trouble for this. No, you're all right. But anyway, he goes, uh, well, he knows four words. I said, oh, so he is talking a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knows four well, How's that bad? Well, it's because what one of the words is. Uh-oh. I said, what are the four words? He goes, Mom. Okay, no problem there. Dad, all good. No. Depending on the context, that can be either good or bad. Mm-hmm. And the S-bomb. S like Stephen. Yes. And I was, I was actually so puzzled by what he just said, because mm-hmm. I didn't think I heard him correctly. Mm-hmm. So I said, huh? And he goes, yeah, the S-bomb. I said, oh, you mean like the swear word that starts with an S? And he goes, yeah, that one. I said, 15 months. I just got- you, already, you already got that picked up? He goes, he goes, yeah. And the funny thing is, I kid you not, this is the exact timing. He goes, yeah. But the funny thing is, I hardly, I don't think I say it that much. <laughs> All right, here, here's the question. 888-340-3373. At that moment. He says he doesn't say it that much. 
He's just confessed to me that a full 25% of his child's vocabulary is profanity. And that the child is saying the S-bomb all the time. Mm-hmm. At 15 months. Um, what do you do next? What do you do next? What's the next thing that I should have done in that moment? Should I have scolded him for saying such things and allowing the mind of this innocent little 15-month-old cherub to be perverted and, and, and uh, polluted? Should I have left it alone and walked away and said, eh, none of my business? Mm-hmm. Should, I, should I gently say something like, well, that's probably not very good, and I'm sure if you work really hard, you can probably get him to not say it anymore, especially if you stop saying it. You know, mm-hmm. something gentle like that. Um, what should I have said specifically? What do you think? Tell me what you think I should have specifically said next in that conversation when he said, yeah, I don't think I say it that much. Um, 888-340-3373. It's the moral dilemma of the Saturday Night Show here. You have that one moment, that one that one opportunity to just do something, to, to leave a better imprint on the world like i had a chance to 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 steer this father to a place of wisdom Mm -hmm. what should i have done triple eight three four zero three three seven three i really i want to know what you think right now specifically triple eight three four zero three three seven three i start with you stephen baldwin i knew you were going to do that what should i what should have been the next thing that kmc did at that very moment now am i answering as if I were KMC, Mm-mm. or am I answering what you honestly as Stevie would have done? B? Stevie B. Uh oh. Uh, I I I think you should have said. So, one out of every four words coming out of your fifteen months. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take him far in life, sir. Uh, you know, I did think that, by the way. Four words. He knows four words. And All right, one of them... I, I, you know what? It's it's actually you know it's 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 actually such a serious thing that I'm not even going to make a joke out of it. Too late. It's too late. You already did make a joke. Did you have another joke to make out of it? <sighs> yeah, I was even going to take it further in my kooky wisdom, but I think you should have said, "Well, l- let that be an example of." just how much of an impact you have on your son. Ah, recognize the influence you have on him. Exactly. How much he wants to be. Well, how much he's like going Daddy. to be. How much he's going to you should How much he already is. And and how much of of a cause 25% of your vocabulary swearing? <laughs> I could have asked him that. I, I would have said and and for example, how you treat mommy? Might reflect how he treats Dude, him. where were you this morning? This and, would have been such good stuff. And how you react to a police officer. <laughs> Which Stephen has tremendous wisdom and insight and experience in. Sure. All right. I want to take a cacophony of calls before we're done. 888 What should have been said next by Kevin McCullough to this father who just admitted that 25% of his 15-month-old vocabulary is total profanity? 
888-340-3373. Your final shot. Five minutes worth of calls as we uh, depart tonight. 888-340-3373. Line up now. 888-340-3373. For a lot of people that want to pray effectively, doing it is the hard part. We pray for our family. They know what they want to say. Our friends. But the words don't come out easily. We pray for the world. What if something had been given to you as a child? Maybe that had been read to you every single night before you went to bed. We can pray while walking, running, bowing, standing, or lying down. That's what children's author Carol McIntyre has done in her brand new bedtime book, Prayer is. What do you think of when you think of praying with your children? In a very simple, easy to read, and quickly memorized book, your children will pick up on all the benefits of what prayer is. We can pray everywhere and anywhere. Carol McIntyre's brand new title, Prayer Is. And when you go to thebingethinker.com and click on the Prayer Is logo, you'll save almost half the price at Amazon.com. So check out Prayer Is. 800-283-2360. That's 800-283-2360. 800-283-2360. Or online at TheBingeThinker.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. It's Baldwin McCullough Live Saturday night. Yep. And, uh... Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. I'm I'm I'm. I, we we already got a caller, but I, I sh- sure want to hear what what you did say to the guy. All right, we'll get to what I actually did Let's in just a second. It. But we're asking what what should I have done at the moment that a man confessed to me that his 15 month old vocabulary, 25 percent of his 15 month old vocabulary, is the S word. 
We're, we're pushing our kids in a swing. I have the perfect opportunity. He's vulnerable. We're talking about what it's like to be an ooey gooey dad and to have all those good feelings and everything. And I, I could have like could have take I could have given him a little just bit of something, you know. Line two, Tyler in Des Moines, Iowa. Tyler, welcome. Hi. You're on Baldwin McCullough. What 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 should I have said at that very moment? I think that in general people don't like to get parenting advice from strangers. So I'm not sure anything would have gone through exactly anyway. Um, and also I just think that there are worse problems than profanity. So maybe speak up if you know you see a child hitting kids on the playground with a stick. But with profanity, I I just don't think I would have done anything. Okay, so you vote. Uh, leave it alone. Tyler, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. What else? 888-340-3373. Um, what, what, what should Kevin have done in that moment? Three phone lines open and three minutes left. 888-340-3373. Ivan, I did not ask your opinion. He's digging for a microphone. It's such a long explanation, you've got to get, pull the microphone up. <laughs> yes. I think, I think uh, you should have asked him, well, do you think that's appropriate? If you think it's appropriate, then it's perfectly fine. If you don't think it's appropriate, yeah. then he obviously felt guilty it. about it, guys. Though, did you see that? Because he goes, "Oh, my 15 month old already has a bad habit." Right. He he admitted that right up front. It's a bad thing for my 15 month old <clears throat> to be saying the s word. But, but he also deflected the responsibility. And then he, well, I don't think I say it that much. He has, yeah, no. But he said he said the 15 month old has a habit. Has a bad habit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah it's, it's something he picked up on his own. He should have been had the proper discernment to realize that when I say a cuss word, you know he shouldn't be saying that. That's funny. I I, I missed uh, I missed that. Uh, He's got a habit. Minutia. But uh, yeah, silly kid. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. And Tyler from Des Moines said that profanity is not the worst problem for a child to have. I don't know. I think if you're pouring profanity into your fifteen months old mind, that you're you're sowing seeds of of anything but good, mm-hmm. right? How, how do you how do you get around that argument? I don't. Well, at not, 15 months old, I robbed a bank, so you know. You did not. No, no, I did. A piggy bank. <laughs> Which brother did I it belong to? A piggy bank. Which brother did it belong to? My sister. Oh, oh even worse. <laughs> did you? Did she know it was you? Yeah. Well, she kept shaking it. Beth, so, so did, did he fess up to it? So I figured it was a rattle. <laughs> so I just I wailed it on the wall and it busted open and money came out. So you know. <laughs> And it was all is. I just said to myself, it's a gift, all right, right? Maybe Tyler was right. Maybe starting thievery at 15 months of age is worse than swearing. Maybe Tyler if was right. If you missed any of the show, the podcast coming this week on BaldwinMcCullough.com. We will see you next Saturday. In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First steps to success.